The one story that can supercharge your traffic and increase your conversions is your customer story. I'm going to send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. <laughs> what? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. And today, I'm going to be talking to you just by myself. And this is a strategy, high-level strategy, but a crucial one to set yourself apart in today's world to make sure your marketing is always working, always doing well. And it is a bit of a mindset, but it's a bit of a strategy too. And if you really want to set yourself apart, you've got to start selling the story. And that's what this is all about, is great stories. Because you're going to remember those stories as you listen to this podcast. You know, we got guys like Michael Port who told great, great stories. Great storytelling will make people remember you, even if they're not your stories. So today we're going to talk about that, but it's not just about telling stories, it's about telling the right story at the right time. And for us, that's actually our motto at Authentic Web. And I've spent a lot of time realizing that that's what needs to happen in this day and age. Because there's so many things coming at you, so many ways to develop content, so many ways to broadcast that content, Facebook, Instagram. You know, I might be dating this if you're listening to this a few years down the road. Maybe it's something completely different. But if you're considering telling the right story at the right time, you will win and you'll adapt. You'll adapt to the changing world. Because then it's just, what's the story you need to tell and what's the vehicle for that story? And you'll be able to tell right away what's the right vehicle. And then you'll just get better at telling that story on different vehicles. So let's talk talk a little bit about the power story. The power story has been known, obviously, for ages. Before the written word, there was story. But when it comes to story and marketing, it's absolutely crucial. Because, first of all, let's think about how what we want on marketing. We want perceived value. And we want people to make a decision. Well, there's no better way for someone to perceive value than story, than telling stories. And right now, you might be at this point like, and I I don't have any good stories. We will get to that. We'll get to how to find those stories, how to craft those stories. But right now, I want you to understand about the right story at the right time. First of all, storytelling, like I said, drives emotions and emotions drive decision making. And that's a really important thing to understand because we so often go to the function of our business, what people need. You know, I've talked about wants, needs, and alibis in previous episodes, and I'll talk about it more. Uh, you can just scroll through and find that. But really, the needs are what we usually go to as marketers, as business owners, because we know what people need and we must solve their problem. But we forget what they want. 
And when you talk about needs, you're talking about um, features of your product. You know, the quality of the build. The qu- I hear all the time when people are talking about e-commerce products, the quality of their product. That's what people need, but they don't want it. They want an emotional response. They want that product to do something for them. And science has proven that emotions drive decision-making and that story drives emotion. And the reason story drives emotion is is multifaceted. The big thing is emotion happens in different parts of our brain. And a properly told story uses sight and sound and memory and connects us and lights up every part of the brain giving an emotional response. And it'd be subtle, different emotional responses. Once we have that emotional response, you might be saying, well, I make logical decisions. You make logical decisions because you had an emotional response first and you're making that logical decision to back it up. You might be smart enough to look at the emotions and be emotionally intelligent enough to look at the emotions. But the fact is, is in the end, we all make emotional decision-making and story lights up those emotions. It connects us. And when I say a properly told story, what I'm talking about is a story, first of all, that obviously drives emotions. We talk about senses. We talk about sight. We talk about sound. But really, a properly told story has three acts because that's the way stories have happened for a long time. And in those three acts, there can be sub-three acts. And you might say, well, there's, you know, there's movies. There's 20 acts. So many scenes in those movies. But really, there's acts. And within those acts, there's scenes. And in those acts, we have exposition, conflict, and resolution. When we use this format and we use it properly and we use it throughout your marketing funnel, and we'll talk about how to use that throughout your marketing funnel and adjust it throughout your marketing funnel, but when we use the three-act story, we can find out, we can light up that part of the brain. We can light up the part of the brain through exposition, through conflict and resolution. For exposition, that's really setting the stage for the story. And you can drive that emotional response through connection. When someone connects in some way to emotional response, then they are connecting, getting emotionally driven, emotionally connected to your story. And the exposition is your opportunity to do that. Right? It's how do you connect to this person? How are you like this person? We'll start watching commercials. By they show a person that either you connect with, you you are or you want to be, right? So that's what we do is exposition. And then we have conflict. What's the problem? And for you, not only is the conflict the problem that you're solving, but the conflict can be the problem that you often have in your business. You know, I'll talk about some of the problems that we have in our business down the road. You know, authentic web. We have problems every day. If you talk to any great CEO, they're essentially putting out fires. But letting people know about these problems, problems actually attract people. Because we're attracted to seeing that and to end a bit to the anxiety, right? That's why we like scary movies. We like that emotional response. Additionally, a properly set conflict in your storytelling, in your marketing, not only will drive an emotional response, will make it seem real. 
Because if, you, if everything's sunshine and roses, it's not very real. And then, of course, the resolution. And this is usually where we go to with our marketing. We talk about what someone needs and, and what's, the resolu- what's the outcome going to be. Oh, when this is all done, your life's going to be awesome. But how does that resolution really work? And how does it work down the road? And that's where a great story comes in. So those are the three parts of the story. And if you know who you're telling the story to, you can tell the right story to that person, right? Like I said before, the exposition is connecting to that person. So you want to have that ideal client, that ideal customer to tell that right story. But also, besides the personality traits, we have to understand their situation. And we decide as human beings because of situations. There's been a lot of studies done about this. Uh, you know, Milgram's famous experience showed where good people actually tortured and some people even thought they killed others because of someone in a lamp coat telling them to do it. They did stuff they would never do because of the situation. Additionally, there's studies out there. Uh, there was a study done a while ago, and I'm going to gloss over the technicals of these studies. But it, they're out there uh, where they actually went to a seminary and this, they told the seminary candidates, hey, there's this important meeting that you had to get to. You know, for those of you who don't know what a seminary is, it's where people study become uh, priests. And these are good people, right? I mean, if you're giving your life up for a calling like that, you're essentially a good person because most of them have to make about poverty, etc. So on the way to this big meeting, they put this person, this, this homeless person in front of these seminary candidates. And the seminary candidates, for the most part, walked o- over the homeless person because that homeless person was in the way of their meeting, right? It was because of the situation that that seminary candidate was put in. And another story I tell is even a simpler story. And I ask people all the time, well, a woman walks into Starbucks and she's an executive. What does she order? Okay, I want you to say out loud what your answer is. I bet you said latte. For some reason, that's the thing that everyone says. Uh, my wife drinks them too, so it makes sense. But... Now you realize she's in Florida at four o'clock and her husband just called and said he's filing for divorce. Well, most people think, well, probably turn around going to the bar. But that's the power of the situation and understanding that situation. And now you're getting probably a little more overwhelmed because if I'm telling the right story and in the right situation, how am I going to do that? Well, that's what the internet allows us to do, Right. Because up until now, you're, if you have a good business, you've been going around telling the right story at the right time face-to-face because you understand the situation. You can see the person. Even if you don't consciously do it, your subconscious is reading everything about that person. They're reading their body language. You're reading their face, facial expressions. You're reading their voice tone. And then you're reading everything around them. You know, hey, it's 3 o'clock. They might be hot. It's Florida, uh, where I am right now, and I'm sweating. Um, so I'm thinking of that. But you might be in a cold place listening to this right now. So you're imagining it's a cold place. Right now, you're probably imagining that either the last conversation you had or the person or where you are right now. That said, when you're there in that situation, you know how to tell the right story at the right time. So how do we do this? This is where becoming a, a, a story collector. I want you to become a story collector. And start really 
getting out there and sourcing stories. We have nine systems for sourcing stories. And for those of you in the marketing world, yeah, you know it's a lead magnet. You're going to have to opt in to get it. So what, right? They're nine awesome systems. I want people to do this because once you start sourcing the stories, if you start collecting the stories, before you even start crafting them, before you start using them in marketing, they're going to get you excited about your business again. They're going to get you excited. They're also going to uncover some issues that you didn't know. But they're also going to uncover some things. You're going to hear some things that you didn't understand was your value and your value proposition to your, your ideal customers. So start collecting stories. If you, if you haven't gotten that nine, those nine systems, just text uh, or click in the show notes. Um, you, that's probably the easiest thing for you to do. At the end of this, I'll tell you how to text in. But click in the show notes or listen to this all the way through. So besides becoming a story collector, I want you to realize that you are a media company. And the first time I heard this, someone say this, I had been thinking this for a long time. Um, I realized that we all need to be, always be broadcast. But when I heard Gary Vaynerchuk say it, I'm like, okay, someone else has got this idea. And it kind of validated it for me. But it's the truth. We all need to be media companies. And we need to be entertaining our ideal customers. We need to be constantly talking to them. But as media companies, we also need to be listening to them. And collecting those stories and then telling those stories and listening to how they're, how they're told and how, how they're absorbed and how they're retold. Right? It's really cool when you start telling stories and you start hearing other people tell them. I've had that privilege and it's neat. It's neat to hear what people listen to, what parts of your story that they listen to. I also want you to understand as a media company, Telling the right story at the right time, it's going to take time to build up those stories, to get into a rhythm, to find your channel, but also to understand that you're going to deliver the stories throughout what's called your marketing funnel. For most of you know what a marketing funnel is, but most of you also think that the marketing funnel is lead to sale, right? But at the sale is the opportunity to keep telling those stories. Talk about your process. Have your customers talk about the process. Have your customers talk to your other customers about other ways to use your product or service, about what's great in their life. Connect those people. I love connecting our customers. I love it. I get so excited. In fact, I'm, you know, when someone works with me, I'm their best salesperson uh, because I, I get so excited through that connection. And I don't do it intentionally to build a community. I just do it to deliver value. When you're delivering that value and telling the stories of your other customers, you also help them overcome issues down the road. Because inevitably, the customers are going to forget why they hired you. They're, they're going to forget why they bought your product. They're going to forget what motivated them in the beginning. And those stories are going to keep them motivated. And when you help them turn the corner, past that place, past that place where they usually stop. You know, I'm thinking of, you know, my buddy Glenn, who does an awesome job helping people, but you get with functional therapy, helping them get their bodies back in shape, especially people that sit at desks. I'm thinking of, you know, people that deliver supplements. I do all that stuff. We all get started. 
but it's down the road that we for, we say it doesn't work because of ourselves, right? I, I have this problem with marketing. People get all excited when they come and hire us to shoot video and do all this stuff. They're excited what it's going to do for the business. They've listened to my podcast. But then if they stop listening to it, if they stop really paying attention to it and listening to the stories, I stop telling them stories of how it works. Eight, nine, ten months down the road, you know, it's working, but they forgot why they did it. You know, and they're off someplace else doing it. Or something's not working exactly how they imagined right then. No matter how much I set the expectation that marketing doesn't happen overnight, that it builds momentum, they still forget. And those stories, when I tell stories of our customers, you know, who two years down the road have quadrupled, I mean, seriously, if I put the numbers in here, you wouldn't believe them. But that story needs to be told not at the lead point, but at the, at the rocky point in the relationship. You know, even with a simple product, or anyway, I think of like a spatula. What if you're sending out funny videos on how to use your spatula? My buddy Ian Stanley is coming out with some amazing water filters. And you might think, hey, that's boring. He's going to get people's attention with his videos because they're hilarious. And I'm going to have him on the show and he's going to talk about how he does those. But, you know, down the road, reminding people of the value of that water filter. Telling the stories of how other people have to use those water filters, reminding them of the value, why they need to come back. Because you know what else happens? When you tell the right story at the right time to that existing customer, they tell other people. They give you referrals. So what you've done is you've improved your business all the way down the line, telling the right story at the right time. And that single story with that exposition, conflict, and resolution told in slightly different ways at slightly different times is going to get you more business. It's going to get you better business. It's going to let you keep business. It's going to let you spend more time doing the stuff you love. But it takes time, right? That's why you have to become a media company. Because you got to try those stories out. you got to get those stories. you got to see what resonates with people. And you got to come back and craft that story again. So hopefully by now you understand the power of the right story at the right time. And over time, when you craft and source and market other stories, you're going to have those stories built up. So then when a, a new media channel comes out, when it comes time to give a talk, when times to be on a podcast, when times to be on an interview, you have these well-crafted stories and you have the stories that are right at your fingertips and you have them in your marketing funnels because guess what? People are going to have to hear the stories over and over, especially if it's an extensive customer story. It's a great case story. They're going to have to hear parts of that story over and over and over again to remember it. Each time they're going to have a different emotional response to it. But by being a media company, by collecting, sourcing, crafting those stories, telling the right story at the right time, I promise you, you'll have a business that's impenetrable. You have a business that you enjoy. That's it for today. This has been Ian Garlic, Garlic Marketing Show. Join us soon as we'll talk more about how to collect, how to craft, how to source these stories. Talk a lot about case studies in upcoming episodes. But really, it's about the right story at the right time. Start sourcing those stories right now.
That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.